Angels live in my town. So listen the fuck up. It's crazy. This sounds like you actually have something to say. Oh, good for you. What the fuck is he talking about? You guys are doing terrific. This is great, I see. I think every American should be watching this. Buddy, another show. Right. We're back in it. Back yep. in the mix. Back in the mix. <laughs> we got a good one tonight, buddy. It will be entertaining. I'm we- excited. We've been talking about this. It's like like 30 years in the making, the one bit. I was going to say, I was like, we've been talking about this show for a bit, but we've been talking about what we're doing on the show today for like 30 years. Um, we have an old friend coming on the show. Yeah, when he gets here. Stuntman. Stuntman. Stuntman, when he gets here. When hopefully he gets eventually. Here. And uh, and we're also we have another guest. We have like two guests. We have another angel in our town later. We have an angel in our town coming on again. Um, our grade three teacher, my, uh, stuntman, and my grade three teacher. Not when my. stuntman gets here, I'm kind of pointing to his chair there. He'll, be um, he'll yeah. He'll, I hope he'll so. do it. He'll stuntman's do it. a little unpredictable. He'll do it. He'll do. He's it. a little unpredictable. He's he'll a wild cat. He's also wild man stuntman. That's kind of that's his name. So we just kind of <laughs> truncated to stuntman. But we have our grade three teacher on Mrs. Anderson, and we're going to talk about this. There's a little bit of controversy about a play that we did um, based on three. the based on the story Jack and the Beanstalk in grade three. Now I've heard this story several times when we get together. It usually comes out when they start drinking. Right. I, I hear the original story. It well, hasn't come up a ton. Enough for me to know about. It. I, I know we got some emails. We did. Um, or you not check emails, the emails. Messages. I don't see the emails. Well, it's not the emails. I got messages on Facebook. No I don't, I don't no see the emails. No one's actually emailed um, us yet. Oh, they're on Facebook messages? Yeah, Facebook messages. That seems to be the hot spot for people. Yeah. Um, we got one again from our friend. And okay. I'm going to read it and Which see. Which one? Stacy? Oh, but boy. it's nice. We got two nice ones, and uh, <laughs> you'll know which one you'll get. Okay, I'll just get into it. We got okay. three. We got three from them. All right. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how Stacy misinterpreted our show this week. Well, let's see. Let's uh, don't, see. don't hate yet till you hear. All right, whatever. Uh, hey, A-L-I-M-T, Angels That Live in My Town. Trunk. Yeah, I like that. I like uh, the abbreviation. I, me too. We like said that last week. We did like that. Yeah. I really like last week's show. There you go. Stacy right off the hop. Starting positive. It start, last week started positive, too. I don't recall, but sure. If you remember it. It started It started positive, and then she wouldn't. You insult the uh, Chinese people. Yeah. You hate China. I didn't, I, we didn't do that. We don't Anyways. Do that. Okay. So then she goes on to say, I love the angels in the town part with Sean the Butcher. Oh, yeah. Excellent. I liked it, too. That's, it, we love doing that. That was one of my favorite parts. It, you know what? He was our first angel in our town. That's a pretty. Yeah, he was a nice Kind guy. of a big deal. Inaugural. Yeah, he's I might have to have him on again in a year from now. See what's up. Catch up. Yeah, I want I want to go over to his house for a barbecue. Okay, keep okay. going with the. With the uh, you know. So uh, part, part with Sean the butcher. I yeah. also loved, loved, loved. Three. He loved it. He said three loves. Thrice. Not once. Not twice. But thrice. Uh, that you read my message from last week. Keep up the good work, Stacy. Ah, Stacy. Now I'll give you. That's a, nice of that you. Was, thank you, Stacy. Stacy, that's nice. Thank you. So like now. That. Do you want to hear the good or the bad? I want to hear the bad. Okay. Well, we only have three, so we we're going to go right to the bad. bad one now. Okay. <laughs> i got to check my ego. I don't even know if I can read this without laughing. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, angels. He just calls us angels. Okay. This one's for Mike with the blue hair. I'm assuming that means me since my mohawk is dyed blue. You definitely have blue hair, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get a haircut, pal, and grow up. <laughs> What? What? Oh, wait, buddy. Funny, funny. I like your haircut. And the other Mike with the long hair, get a haircut too, pal, and get bent. (laughs) Doug from Stevensville. Fuck you, Doug. Anyway, I kind of like it. You like, you like they told you to grow up. I don't give a shit. He told you to get bent. Who uses that term anymore? I was like, that's an insult from like the 90s. This guy's pulling out insults from I the like 90s. Doug. I like Who's Doug. Who's he, Bart Simpson? Eat my shorts. All right, I'll eat, eat your shorts. Doug, I'll take any feedback from anybody. Send it in, brother. Yeah, Doug, from Stevensville. <laughs> I love oh. that he put that. He put Stevensville in quotations, too, so is that like a fake joke? I don't know. I don't know. Doug, if that's, if that's fake, like you don't live in Stevensville, let us know. You know what? Just for that, I'm going to put my hair down for the rest of the show now. All right. All I'm right. actually thinking about cutting it. I was thinking about cut, but now, now that Doug said that, I want to just be like defiant. Say, fuck you, Doug, because if I do cut my hair, it's not because of you, Doug. Just so you know, <laughs> Doug, Doug from Stevensville. I think we might build a rapport with Doug and Stevensville. <laughs> fucking Doug from Stevensville. Listen, 
Uh, you know, I'm just, you know what? It's part of what I'm feeling right now is like this, like I'm angry. I'm like kind of like, um, not angry, but I'm like, I'm upset with society. And I'm thinking about just Travis Bickling my hair. Travis Bickle. Oh, the taxi driver, right? Is he like taxi you? Driver? Yeah. I basically, well, mine used to be a lot thinner and shorter. But that's what Bickle, that's what, that's what that was. That Bickle yeah. was making a, a statement against like his isolation. I used to get, uh, when I was at work. Taxi Driver is a great movie people for people. People used to call me De Niro when I first cut the hair. Or first I got Iceman from UFC a lot. Who's Oh, Chuck Liddell. Liddell. <laughs> yeah. And then it turned into Easy Taxi Driver, and then it went to, okay, De Niro. Oh, oh because you got the, yeah, you got the full-on mohawk. Well, I had it shorter before, and now I've let it go long, and now I've dyed it. Every muscle pandemic. has to be tight. <laughs> 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a good movie. Actually, it's really relevant excellent. for what's going on right now in terms of, well, it was definitely more relevant during the quarantine, but... Well, um, even in society today, everyone is very protective of, of, of themselves and kind of isolating from the rest of the world. It's kind of, that's what that whole movie is about, is isolation. When it's raining, I love when it rains, it cleans out the filth. Sometimes I go out and I smell it and I get headaches, it's so bad, you know? He was just so disgusted. All right, we got but one. You know, it's funny, New York is having some problems right now. With what? People don't want to go back to the city. Like even oh, though they've opened up out, and stuff, they've moved out to the city. They're the out in like uh, and they're enjoying themselves. They're out in like fucking um, the Hamptons or their Connecticut home. Oh, or, it's so nice though, country or I know what I, they would, would I don't mind. It. It's nice. I, I wouldn't, you know, I get it. I used to think I would like the, the city. Dying. When I was younger, I li- I think I would have been more tolerable in the city. Now I, I don't think I could do it. No, I mean, I, I, even the older I get, the more I'm thinking about just getting out of the city. I'm, I mean, I'm people it. that raise kids in the city, good for them. I don't know how they do it. I'd be worried it's, about everything. It's, there's a like lot fucking human trafficking and shit. I'm sure that happens here. You're worried too. about human traffic. I do. <laughs> that's not. That's like the least of my concerns when I'm in the city. That's like the. Well, I'm no, never thinking about human trafficking. No one's trafficking you. Sorry. No offense. No. Why? Because I'm strong and big, <laughs> yeah. and like they can't get a hold of me. They can't put me in a van and pit me out. <laughs> With chloroform, they could. <laughs> do you think they could? Like, yeah, if they really wanted to get you, they get you. Yeah. Yeah. People would miss me though. Like my mom would be like, "Where's Mikey?" They're like, oh, yeah, they captured him into human trafficking. And everyone would be like, what? What? We should do something about that, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why you should cut your hair. Doug's right. Doug's right. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so be, we got the next one. If they fetch a high price for me on the street about it. <laughs> that is. <laughs> the next one's nice. Oh, it's a nice one. Because I've pre-read these before. I like it when it's nice. Okay, this one's a little bit nicer. Okay. okay. I mean, I liked Doug's. I, I, pre- I actually ego. preferred the hate one. You prefer the hate ones, right? I do. It makes Keep me you laugh. Keep in check. Quote, yeah. hey, guys, keep up the good work. The topics and convo are great. The glory holes and the girls at the LCBO. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's, That's a lot he, of ha's. He did put a lot of ha's there. Uh, especially like the angel in my town. Can't wait to go to Farmgate. Frank. Frankie. Yeah, Frankie, check out Farmgate. I'm like, I can't wait to go to Farmgate. Frankie sounds like a local name. There's a lot of WAPs in this area. <laughs> I know a lot of local Franks. So, yeah, that, that maybe it's a Frank we know. He didn't put his last name. He didn't put from Fort Erie, Stevensville, Niagara Falls, like Doug did. But Well, thank you, Stacy, Frank, Doug, and Doug. And fr- Frank and Doug from Stevensville. I appreciate you as well, Doug, even though you told me yeah. to Yeah, thanks for up. listening to the show. Keep listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Doug okay. from Stevensville. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's your Doug from Stevensville. Yeah. If you ever, he's like, you maybe know, he'll call in one if day. If he's a regular, <laughs> we just know him as Doug from Stevensville. All right. Well, All right. so uh, well, what do we got on the rundown next? Uh, the the alien story. The alien story. The UFOs. This is interesting. Yeah, you like this one. Well, I think it's I think it's bonkers. I mean, New York Times uh, wrote an article recently that the Pentagon uh, has to admitted pull out my notes. to recovering vehicles that were not of this world. The and Pentagon. And they're going to... Uh, and the New York us, Times. Yeah, and they're going to give us the information now. They're going yes. to make it public, they said. They're going right? to make the information public, which is, uh, you know, there's been this thing, Disclosure Project, for a long time, where they've had all these cases. They've had, they've had uh, um, generals. They've had uh, Navy pilots. They've had astronauts go on record and, and testifying to what they've experienced, what they saw in the sky or in, the, in space or in, the fl- in, the, in whatever. Oh, up in the clouds. Ooh, it's a plane. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a plane. It's a it's a fucking UFO. We don't know what they are. Uh, they call them UAPs now. Unidentified yeah, they it, aerial yeah. phenomenon. Correct. I like um, UFOs. Though. I'm still gonna. I'm still I really. I think that's yeah. It's been like, just so part of our with, culture. What's wrong with that? Well, they say that the whole UFO thing, like the way that they, like you know, like movies like Mars Attacks, or like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. That's. 
it's, I love that. Movie. Not very good at that though. I like I like that movie. I like that Jack Nicholson's it's the president. It's a bad movie that it's 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 enjoyable. It's a B movie, but that's what it's supposed to be. That's like an Ed Wood movie. I think they tried to make it a B movie. There's name actors in that. Oh, I know. No, it's it, that's that's the style. I mean, like okay. uh, he made I, it in the style of an you. Ed Wood movie. Well, the, he made that movie. The Purton's always really stylized, right? So like he, I think he made that movie right after Ed Wood. If I'm not mistaken, that was 19. 19- I prefer Ed Wood. 1996, so... I prefer Edward. Edward's amazing. Edward's a more serious film, but it's hilarious. But anyways... Back to the article. Uh, they say that, like, the UFO, the phenomenon of the folklore, like, the goofy people dressing up and, like, making it all goofy was a way to, t- to make people... <laughs> to, <laughs> was a way to make people, like, to, like, throw them off the scent. Sorry. It was to throw them off the scent to, like, make it goofy so that people didn't believe in UFOs. Ah, uh, that wouldn't surprise me, man. But here's what I'm saying. Like, they spent all this time. They've, they've got shit from, like, the 50s or fucking earlier, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, probably before. Okay. Uh, the guy, Bob Lazar, who said he was working on UFOs, they, they, they erased his identity, uh, said that they found one of the UFOs he was working on in an archaeological dig. That means it could have been, like, ancient. That's exactly what it means. That's like, it's cr- but it, like, so they, these, these, whatever these are, they've been, might've been visiting the planet for a really long time, which raises so many questions. Well, that, that now you're getting into like, uh, what is it? Like conspiracy theory almost. Type okay. Shit, but the, we're talking about what we do know, what we do know. Let's get into that. What right? they're going to give us. What they they're going to let us know. So what I'm bugging out about is that they've spent all this time and all this energy and money to cover this up and like hide it from the public. Then they tell the public. And no one gives a shit. Like, literally nobody's talking about it. Well, it's COVID. I mean, it's, That's what it's literally one of the biggest discoveries or one of the biggest existential questions, like, where we came. It's, it just brings up so much Do stuff. you think most people that probably even read that were like, well, maybe it's bullshit, fake news? As uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why the media has become so fake, is because now they can just report real news and people just think it's fake. Now it's like we don't have to worry about what's in the media. Do you, do you think we don't have to worry about what's in the media anymore? Do you think most people believe in aliens or don't? If I think most people believe in aliens, I how would I? If they know? took a poll, what would be your guess? I would think most people would think that there's got to be something out there. The universe is so vast now that we know how big the universe is and how big, you know, how many uh, they've they've been able to with uh, Doppler effect uh, technology. <laughs> Doppler uh, effect. No, seriously, they can look at stars and, um, and planetary systems that are galaxies away and find out how big the planet is and how far away from its star is to see if it's a Goldilocks planet, to see if it's a planet that could sustain uh, life. And they've, they've, they've already said, that I think there's like 30,000 just in our galaxy. There's like 30,000 Goldilocks planets that could support life just in our galaxy. And there's like, we're in a universe of like billions of galaxies. Makes you feel small. Fuck yeah. So it's to think that we're Almost the only like ones, probably shit. not. But are, is there intelligent life that obviously it's very far away, wherever it is, it's light years away. So yeah, it's just bugging me out that no one's, no one cares. No one cares that they found, that they've, the Pentagon and the New York Times is reporting, we found vehicles that didn't come from Earth. So that means that there's aliens and that they're visiting the planet. Or it could mean that they, they found some technology, they don't know where it came from. They just don't know where it is. So that could be, it could be an ancient civilization that lives underwater. We don't know. Like the Gunga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there could be Gungas. There could be. Uh-huh. Then we get some Jar Jars running around. You know, everyone, t- t- there's like, you know, people report of like Bigfoot and Sasquatch and uh, what is it, the Loch Ness Monster. Maybe that shit's real. The Gungas are pr- proud people, bro. And maybe they live deep in the ocean <laughs> and they fly around in saucers when they want to go up uh, on land. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's interesting, but isn't it crazy? Isn't that boggling your mind? Uh, a bit, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if I do or don't believe. Maybe I don't. Well, this if is they, great. It's funny. If they, if they, if they tell you and they show you a UFO and they say we don't know where it came from, we don't know, we don't know how. I think it works. most people would believe if they see. If they saw, if they saw see. it. See. Okay, so why don't you go Google Mars monolith? Let's Google it. There's a monolith on one of Mars's moons. Like, you ever seen the movie 2001 Space Odyssey? I have. You remember that black monolith? It just yeah. showed up in the movie. And remember, yes. like, what the fuck's with the monolith? Yeah. Well, I think it's based on this discovery. This Mars monolith. Is a, there's a monolith on one of Mars's moons. So, Phobos, the monolith, is a large rock on the surface of Mars's moon, Phobos. 
It is a boulder about 85 meters to 279 feet across and 300 feet tall. Uh, it's a, a geological feature consisting of a single massive piece of rock. It's a big rock. And if you look at it... I got to really turn around. I got to retch around. You got to retch... Yeah. It's... Uh, it's it's just bizarre that it's uh, the, the the shape of it and stuff. It's like they say it's it, it's really weird that it's there. It just like appears. That's what you're saying. But like you look around the surface of that moon, there's nothing else like it. There's just this one big giant monolith, yeah. three hundred fucking meters, like three hundred feet high. That's three hundred feet tall. So who put it there? Who knows? That's what you're telling me. It, I mean, it doesn't seem natural. It wasn't the Gungas? I get, that could have been. <laughs> they're underwater, bro. Yeah, but they, they fly in the ships outside the water. I don't that's, know. Do that's, they? That's what their UAPs are. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's pretty <laughs> interesting. I think it's fascinating. I think it's going to raise a whole bunch of questions. I think it's also... What I think it is, is I think they have this technology. And they first of all, they don't fully understand it because it's so far ahead of us. And it has no commercial application. It's like if, if they released it to the public and said, hey, yeah, look at this technology. We wouldn't know what to do with it. We wouldn't know what to do with it. We'd probably destroy <clears throat> ourselves. It's like, I think it's like the military's holding it as like, we've got this like super secret, like um, it's like a beat all, end all technology. If, it, they're in a, if they're in a situation where we're fucked, they just, you know, they can pull this technology and, and What's utilize What's the technology going to be to do if we're fucked? Fucked how? Maybe there's a, an asteroid coming to the planet. Oh, and you're saying they could blow it up. Blow have, it like, up. Powerful technology. Maybe, or maybe, maybe uh, there's nuclear war, you know? And, and, like, and then there's nukes yeah. on their way to the U.S. and we need to take them out somehow. I don't know. You know okay. what I mean? I don't know. I'm you just think, saying. You think? Well, that brings me to a funny point here, though. Like you're What's saying the U.S. Yeah. I got an article from the Star. That this says, is interesting. That says Canada is ahead. Oh, this, is, this is crazy to me. So now that the U.S. is coming out with stuff... Like why wouldn't other back. countries? And but why wouldn't other countries have this stuff if the well, U.S. has it? Right? Why wouldn't we communicate together against something that's going to attack our planet? Is my next. It's thing. true. If they're attacking, it's true. And like China, China has recovered stuff too, and they don't talk about it. I think they all should come together. In my opinion, I mean, I think that they're thinking once one of them figures out the technology, they'll rule the world. <laughs> one ring to rule them all. Yeah. Okay, so this article here from the Star, Toronto yeah. Star, Star, same difference. Uh, it says, uh, basically the article you're talking about, and then it says, but America, it turns out, could learn a thing or two from Canada when it comes to transparency about flying saucers. Okay? Right. So they're saying we're ahead, basically. In transparency. Yeah. So it we've says, been open for a long time. Uh, we got Chris, uh, Rith- I'm not sure if I'm saying this name, Rithowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a dude from Winnipeg. He lives in Winnipeg. Uh He's, uh, they get a lot of sightings out west. Well, th- it says it. Uh, it makes me. It makes for an exciting time for UFO fans. This is what Chris says. Uh, Chris is an enthusiast, author of ten books um, about how the phenomenon has played out in Canada over the years. He quotes: "Canada is actually ahead of the curve." Um, he goes on to say in this article that he last year. He donated his personal collection of UFO reports, including 10,000 Canadian government documents and 20,000 more from various agencies to the University of Manitoba. Nice guy if he's helping out, right? But he's into it. So he said he obtained some of these documents through access to information requests, but others he simply collected from Transport Canada reports available online, which I find interesting. That's really interesting. So like this all stuff has been open in the public and no one in Canada's just maybe giving a shit. Okay, like, no well, one just cares. Well, here we go. So this says the, the Canadian government yeah. hosts a publicly searchable archive of government records about UFOs dating back to the 1950s. So it's just yeah. open to the public online. Like, me and you can look it up. Right. It says this is ranging from Defense Department memos about flying saucers to RCMP, RCMP reports by officers who are investigating UFO sightings across the country. This is all available on the Library Archive Canada website. So me and you can go get all the information that the government knows. They know. But well, I, but for I the don't think part, that's all they know. Well, that's what this article goes on to say. So Chris Rothowski said, people in Canada have been way ahead of the United States. This is all quote. In the sense that we've had a body of evidence 
and a body of documentation showing official interest in UFOs. Ruthowski also says Canada author- Canadian authorities have historically been more transparent than the U.S. counterparts and that the Canadians saw UFOs more as scientific curiosity rather than military threat. Well, I mean, obviously this guy hasn't seen Mars Attacks. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I, I get why the U.S. would be scared about it. But, like, my thing is, like, if everyone should be sharing information, like, this is a, if they were going to, say there's UFOs or aliens or whatever the fuck, and they want to attack, shouldn't we all be prepared? It's not like they're going to just attack one nation. They're going to attack the human race, I would think. No? The, well, they would kill us all. I mean, I, I just well, think it would be game over. Maybe they're dumber than us. Why do we there's, always assume they, they're smarter than us? Well, because if, they're, if they have the technology to travel here, okay, then... Mm. Then, then, they would, then they would definitely be smarter. Touche, my man. Touche. So this article goes on. While the Canadian government probably hasn't released everything it knows about UFOs, he said there is something, sometimes good reason to classify. Uh, information from the information for, from military, military reasons or individual privacy concerns. It isn't necessarily a sign of insidious cover-up. In his view, they're not hiding information about the little green guy, he said, from the Canadian government. I don't know about that. I'm thinking if the U.S. has recovered vehicles that they've been keeping out of search, out of sight. So this is actually Pentagon footage right here. This is real footage of a UFO. The Pentagon has released this footage. Can't see shit on that, bro. It looks blurry. Not from your clip here on the screen. I'm just saying that don't look like shit. Well, you got to see it. They're, so the, that's the, they track this thing on radar. This thing is a, this thing's moving. Well, that's, like, booking. that's booking. It's really going really, really fast right over the water. It came out of the water. Um, these are actual, like the military said, that they don't know what these are. They maneuvered and, and operated in, in ways that our vehicles can't do. Is these have different propulsion going. systems. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, it is pretty interesting. And um, no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. But my point is that's why it is a, um, a threat to yeah. our national security because we can't, we don't have the technology to compete with these guys. If they wanted to destroy us, they would. Yeah, maybe they're just not interested in us. But why are they visiting us? I mean, maybe they're just driving by. What if they created us? <laughs> now you're getting out there, buddy. What if they? That's why they want to look at us, because they 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 created, you know. Maybe. Like we're a Sims game. Kinda. <laughs> it is an interesting article. We could share this link on our uh, thing so people could check it out so we know what we're talking about too, right? We can share links. Because uh, apparently no one's reading it. No one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. I don't know. Do you know people talking about it? I mean, I, I only started talking about it when you sent it to me and you're like, this is interesting. And then when I started looking into it, I found the Canadian aspect of it, which I thought was interesting that they're saying we're ahead of them. What we're talking about is like the top, top secret shit that's compartmentalized that the prime minister might not even know about. They're saying the president of the United States might not know about this um, smoking gun technology. They might know, they, he might know that they have smoking gun technology, but it's all compartmentalized. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't, doesn't know what it is. These are all like, they talk about these uh, deep state uh, groups and organizations yep. that, are, that are funded by the military or funded by the, uh, you know, tax dollars but they're dark programs so they don't know what they're spending it on. And they're saying that there's like, like, oh, like hundreds of millions of dollars a year spent on things that they don't know what it, they're spending it on. It's like they're black ops, you know? They, they don't know what that money's going to. But mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's probably where it's going to. It's developing or, or researching some of these maybe recovered technologies. Maybe, maybe not. Well, apparently the Pentagon's saying that uh, well, we'll, we'll, they are. Maybe they, we'll they, catch up on Part of that article, too, is that they have a task force that's there to investigate um, uh, sightings. There's this thing called Skinwalker Ranch, where apparently there's, like, all these cow mutilations. It's like... Mutilations? Mutilations! Pretty, it's got a lot of folklore and stuff about it. But they sent the military there, and they funded a, a research project with $30 million dollars. So they wouldn't send $30 million in a research team to go investigate unless they, if they thought it was all horseshit. You know, they, they, must, they must know that there's stuff out there. And when they hear these reports, they're like, oh, fuck. Maybe it's that thing we know about. You know what I mean? And they go <laughs> investigate it. Which thing are you talking about? That thing? That thing. No, the other thing. The thing. <laughs> Come over here now. Come over here now. <laughs> We're back. 
Stuntman. We got Stuntman on the show, everybody. Special guest. Say that's hi to the me. Yeah, that's the Stuntman. Um, thanks for coming on the show, Stuntman. I know uh, you. You're very welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, we kind of we sampled it earlier that we were going to talk about something that's been going on for about. Because the other thirty-year-old like, gripe. The other night we was yeah. Like, let's get to the like, point. Why am I here? And sorry, we brought Stuntman on the show for a reason. Uh, there is a, we have a guest coming on later on Angels Live in My Town, our grade three teacher, uh, stuntman, Mrs. Anderson. Mrs. Anderson. And you, I didn't know this, she but last nice night you lady. brought this she up. Really nice lady. You took, you took is, issue sorry. with a couple years ago when I, I first saw you, I hadn't seen you in a while, and I had mentioned to you that Mrs. Anderson had given me some insight onto the Jack and the Beanstalk play that we performed when we were in the third grade, where you played the giant and I played a mailman. Mrs. Anderson, she's a very sweet lady, tried to be fair to everyone, gave everyone like a, a fair shot at the, that part by putting everyone's name in a hat. For whatever reason, uh, Sean just automatically got the giant part, which, I mean, he was good at so it. Said, before he responds, I'm gonna tell what I've heard over the years. Yeah. So what I've heard over a couple of times, usually drinking and doing whatever Well, we hold do. on a second. Let me interrupt again, because I like to do that. This is a five-year gap Previous to that, we were in grade three. So, so like 30 grade years. three, grade three, we were in grade three. Yeah. Big lapse of time. We're now turning 32. Five years later from that, still going on. Okay. Continue. Yes. Okay. So oh, this is where the gripe comes in. So I've heard them argue. This was before I even heard of the story at a friend's house they were at. So they were arguing one night about <clears throat> how Mike was crying like a little bitch, I think Sean said, about getting a part in a play. And this is the play we're talking about, Jack and the Beanstalk in grade so three. Was, it's grade three. I was seven years old. Whatever. So he said he was crying like a little bitch. And Sean, and Mike says Sean just got casted the part, which I think everyone agrees on. Mike claims, from what I understand, is that he should have got the part because of his star power he had. Like, he had no, so no, much no. charisma. Hang on, hang on. Let me tell my story. Then you can have your part. I didn't have any star power because I was a kid. But you thought you, Miss Anderson knew you had some she kind did. of charisma. She acknowledged so she that I was a star. I was a star a, in the making. Created a part for him that's not even in Jack and the it's Beanstalk. It's not even in the... Well, first of all, let's get to the... The, the Jack and the Beanstalk play only has a few parts. Yeah, it's yeah, not so the there best be a play to people. pick... For a class play, I believe really there not. was someone in there that was a cow. Right, someone played the someone played the beanstalk, I think. Didn't but Audra? No, de, no, but no, there as was, there far was as I know, they had to create a we part. We used a screen, a strobe light. I think you, you were just in charge you of just, the strobe light. You just too, watched the. Uh, you just watched. Yeah, he the play. has the video. I just watched which is it. Great. Although I did already know it off by heart. Because you starred, you had a lead. He part. was the lead role, and Mike was upset that he, he didn't stole- get the lead role. That's what Sean's saying, and that she well, created a part because I whined like a bitch. Ball, I got to just say something. Here I got for upset. A second I got here. upset. I actually didn't call him a crybaby until he showed up at the door in Cody's apartment in Toronto when this all started five years ago. I think it was oh, the, four we established, but four, five. You okay. four or five. Four or okay. five. That's, 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 be, that's because Mrs. Anderson had dinner at my mom's house. There, all right, we're we getting to the beginning it. of the story. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Which is weird that this would even come up like 30 years later. So I answered oh. the door and a nun's, I'm going to paraphrase. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, a nun's, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a few years. Guess who I had dinner with last night? Dun, dun, dun. I was like, okay, great, a nuns. How did dinner go? Well, let me tell you. Remember Jack and the Beanstalk in grade three? Yeah, I what, do remember Was Jack this just out of the blue? This is the first initial argument. I answered yeah. the door. I answered the door. I, I remember answered that. the oh, so door. You, remember, you concur that. I remember this. Okay, yeah. okay. Hello. Hi. I said hello. Those I, were the first I'm sorry returns. I didn't okay. greet you better. All right, let me, let me, let me speed okay. this up here. So... He says he has dinner with Miss Sanderson. So it's like, okay, great. Uh, how did that go? Well, she told me the play was rigged, and you uh, didn't really deserve the part, but you got it anyways. A play that was like 30 years earlier, correct? Yes. <laughs> now, now I, I would contest that. I don't know why. Maybe she, maybe she remembered, remembered it different. We're going to have her on the show later. Yes, yeah, so we are. We are, and I'm very, excited. I'm very excited, so let me finish. Because I so, thought Sean did deserve the part. I just didn't think... 
like we we all had to put in. Sorry. Okay, Sean, you finish. No, no, no. no, no that was that was sound time. effects. That was me <laughs> providing sound effects. Like his mind blown. <laughs> you can do sound effects. I thought I thought Sean deserved the part. I just disliked the fact that I wanted to be the lead Jack. Okay, and Jack ended up being cast. Jack off. Pissed that I was the star. Okay, there it is. Shut up. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just saying he wasn't right for the part. And we all put our names in a hat to get that part. He got it, whatever. Okay. And Sean was just but given Sean the part because he was the giant. Sean was just the part to the giant. And your gripe was that you had... I could have played the giant. You wanted the role, one you of these could've. roles. You could have played You wanted the one of these roles, and that was your but gripe. I wanted a lead role. You could not project exactly. your voice the way I did. And, and He did project very well. Yeah, there it he is. does project very and well. And you cried like a bitch, so she made you a part with Sean's part. We never got to. I don't remember crying. I we'll even, her to I even remember him taking the buns off of his McDonald's to... To wipe up the tears. That's not true. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's an over-exaggeration. Who would wipe their tears with buns? Yeah, they would have just ate it. I don't know. I'd like to give that another Matt Gronin quote, but it definitely wasn't. That's the other thing that Mike, Mike brought up, that you said that I would get McDonald's all the time. Like, you had a, a problem with my mom bringing me lunch at school. I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all. He Why was did you just bring that up? It was just... You were the only person that ever had McDonald's in school. Everyone else had sandwiches. Once again, once again, funny. it fed into the idea that, that I you're was a very star. special. Yeah, yeah, it was very special. And he's saying bullshit. You cried. I might have cried. I might have. And Miss Anderson's going to clear up that you're saying you didn't cry. I don't remember. I don't remember if I did or not. Hold on a second. I did or didn't. Uh, this, whole, this whole crying thing. Let me let me clear it up. Oh, seven I, years old. I, I mean. do not know for sure if he did or did not cry. Not physically. I just. But was getting chirped for four years on what it was going on. I so, I just like, said, so I just said, oh, he was probably crying like a baby, and they created the role for You didn't him. say baby. You like a bitch. Yeah, no, that's well, that's, what that's, you that's, that's the central Fine. thing. So I had issue with Maskell just getting the part, but I think that Maskell was great in the part. But Still am great at the part. Yeah. Well, well we're going to... we're going to reenact it later? We'll show clips of it. We got a garage door. Stuff. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see. Ladder. We'll see this great performance. But what I'm saying is that the reason she made a role for me was because she's like, we can't not put this kid in the play. <laughs> He's got to do something, and they created a part for me. She created a part. It wasn't. And your claim I'm is, the is because you I had you you deserved a part. That's why you're saying because uh, two because years she, later, she saw, um, she saw a little star in me. Her grade five teacher. Miss Bomberry. Mrs. Bomberry did a play as well, and she learned from Mrs. Anderson's mistake and just gave him the lead role right off the bat. That's true. Mrs. Bomberry saw my star potential even more so. <laughs> or at learned this from point, Mrs. Anderson's mistake. At this point, mistake. my skills had been honed a little more with parts in Jack and the Beanstalk. And so Miss Bomber, Bomberry put me in like two or three things where I was like the MC for a thing. I was the lead in the play. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's 30 years later, you're having dinner with your grade three teacher, and she's just like, hey, Mike. You had such star potential. I created a role for me. It just came out of the blue. And just Sean blue. sucked. No. Well, she didn't say that. <laughs> but Sean, she didn't say Sean sucked. But like, how did the conversation come up at this dinner is what I want to know. You know what? I'm, let's, ta- let's ask her when we get her on the show later. We're going to ask her a conversation that happened five yeah. years ago or four years ago. It, this, how it came up at dinner. This whole play happened 30 years ago, but she remembers it really well. Okay. That's interesting you to know? me. Very, I'm very interesting in. to me. I'm all in. It's very okay. interesting to me. So... Uh, but let's get let's get in before before we talk to Mrs. Anderson. Let's uh, let's get into. We got a little game for Stuntman to play. Don't play the game. I'm not agreeing to anything. There's no rules. The rules of this game. Oh, though, there's, there's I just got that. That went right <laughs> over my mohawk. <laughs> there's uh, it did. It really did. Um. This so is the, great. So the game is this, okay? You get three strikes. If you get three wrong, you're out, okay? But if you get I don't like th- baseball. It's kind of like baseball. No, I said I don't like baseball. He doesn't like the rules. It's not baseball. It's just not. You get, you get, you can only, if you get three wrong, you lose the game. So why can't it be more like bowling? Okay. <laughs> you just got to keep what going. What the fuck? How am I supposed to answer that? I don't even it's know what you're saying. Do you get three strikes in bowling? No. No, you get you, to bowl. You get as many strikes Two. as you want. Two balls. That's true. You get as many as you want. <laughs> you can only get three wrong, okay? Only okay. three wrong. Three wrong. But I'm never wrong. We're going to so play you a clip. Right. We're going we're to play you a 10-second clip from a movie, and you have to guess whether it's a porno 
or it's a real movie. Okay. You get it? Got it. Got it. Okay. But wait, wait. We should tell him his prize is. Oh, yes. If you, if you win the game, you're going to get our, 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 our first line of merch. Okay, Sean. That's here's where the angels live. Here's oh. the first one. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Isabella, take Manuel to my cabin below deck. We have to catch Victor before he sets sail. He will be sailing south from the west side of the island. It will cut him off. Porno or real film, Jack? I'm gonna go with real film. Hot fuck action to the max, Jack. Sorry, that's uh, that was a porno. That was a porno, oh, bro. Porno. It's pirates. Triple X. Triple X. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you got that one wrong. Who Sean. was casting it? Oh, fucking idiot! Fucking idiot! Fucking idiot! You got that fucking one wrong. Idiot. So that's one down. You got one wrong. You got uh, you got two more strikes. Okay. He like he needs another T-shirt to cut sleeves off of. Uh, here's the here's the next one. Okay. I'm a whore, Jack. You've made me into a whore. Honey, you don't think this is destroying me? I don't know what to do. You brought me to Las Vegas and you turned me into a whore, Jack. Is that a real film, Jack? Real film. It's a real film, Jack. Oh, he's he's got one. One One for one. All right, all right. he's, He's one for two. He's one for two. Okay, here's the next one. Ready? Jerking off Boogie these nights. jerks under a table in the only classy bar in town was no fucking joyride, trust me. But it sure beat the hell out of waiting tables. Hmm, real film, Jack, or a porno? Real film. It's a real film, Jack. Oh, oh shit, God, what film is that? That's, uh, that's a movie called Whore. <laughs> that's a real movie. That's a real film. That's Jack. a real film, yes, it is. I know, that's why I said that. Yeah, he's, he's okay. got two. Okay. Oh, right. One. Next one. Next one. He's only one. got one strike. He's got two right. He's got two right. Wait, if he gets three right, is the game over? Or is uh, he's got to get, get them all. He's got to get four right. He's got to get four right. So you skewed it a bit. Okay. So we got six. We got six questions for you here. Six, six questions. So you get three wrong. You. He's got two right, one wrong. You got two right, one wrong. Next one's coming up. I'm ready. Yes. 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 Is that a real film, Jack, or a uh, real film? Porn. Well, there isn't any like words or anything to work with there, so I'm going to stick with real film based on the trick question. Trying to, he's go. You're doing the. You're reversing. You no, reverse. I just feel like you're trying to trick me without yeah, having any script or anything. Oh. It's a real film, Jack. Oh, that's oh, a real film. That's, a real film. that's from Porky's. Wait, is that three and two now? He's you got. Said it was uh, a real film? I said it was a real. Oh, fuck! Film. He's three and one. He's three and one or two and one. He's got three and one. Three right. He's got three right. Three right and one. One wrong. wrong. Uh, that's true. Okay, so the next one. If he gets the next one right, I guess he's that's won. That's a game. Let's see one. All right, here we go. Du, du, du. This is. I'm gonna pick the the tougher one of the two. Okay, here we go. I gave you enough poison to kill a horse. <laughs> I didn't take it. Yeah, yes, you did. I put, you drank it right in, right in front of me. That's Ellen it. heard you tell Samantha where the pills were hidden. Is that a real film, or is that a porno? I'm gonna go with real film. Oh, fuck action to the max, Jack. Oh, oh it's too right. Two, so this last one's a deal breaker. That's a porno. Fucking that one is Hate to See You Go, starring Randy Spears. Oh, the great Randy I Spears. I do like Randy Spears. He's, he's a great ten. actor. He's a top ten male actor. That was his performance right there. You just heard. All right. Hot, hot fuck action to the max. <laughs> that drop is so good. Uh, okay, so <laughs> here's uh, here's here's the last one, Sean. So you got two strikes. If you got to get this one right, well, to cut the sleeves off the T-shirt, yeah. If you, it, well, yeah. If you want the tea, you got to get this one right. Okay, last one. I'm so stressed. My patient wants the opposite. What do you mean, Muffin? How do you feel about euthanasia? Well, I've never been to Asia, but I think that you know the youth in America is probably the same. What are you doing? He's playing the game. <laughs> Okay. I didn't say anything. Okay, okay. I'm over here. Okay, what is it? Is it a real film or is it a porno? That is a porno. Diary. Oh, fuck action to the yeah. max, Hey, he wins. All right, all right. He got it. You got to give him the grab bag. What I didn't get is China virus. <laughs> I am the smartest man alive. 
<laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> he gets it. All right, that's so great. So you get the tea. He gets the tea. Awesome. Um, can I see tea. it? I think it's. Uh, I think we can. We can Almost get. Thomas Anderson. Let's go back to our uh, rope that all in. So the gripe is, Mike got a role for a because of his star power, or she saw potential in him. Yeah. Sean says he only got the role because he cried like a bitch. And I, she created a role for him. So we're going to ask Miss Anderson still if don't believe Mike... That was exactly what happened, but we'll go with that. Well, something, yeah, something, along s- something along those lines. Something mm-hmm. similar to that. Right? Yes. And are you literally going to ask Miss Anderson, hey, did, did I, I cry, cry like, like a little, a little bitch? bitch? Yeah, Miss Anderson, do you remember me crying like a little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to hear her answer. So give a little backstory on Miss Anderson. So she's a grade three teacher. She's probably my favorite, one of my favorite teachers in elementary school. Maybe the my the, the best year it's, I've ever it's had. It's funny was you grade said three. that because Sean said she was an excellent teacher as well. <laughs> nice to uh, speak to you. Hello, Mrs. Likewise. Anderson. Likewise, thank you. Hello, Mrs. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Sean. Many, many years since I've heard your voice. It has been a long time. Yeah, it has. Where are you living now? I'm all over. I'm all over right Mahalo. now. Right now, Mahalo. I'm in uh, northern Alberta. I'm doing a new apprenticeship uh, for heavy duty mechanics. Oh, good for you. Proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Thank you. he's made something of himself, Mrs. Anderson. Since, uh, since there must have been, it must have been that moment you played the giant. <laughs> that's what we were going to get I into. That's that's hilarious. Hilarious. I think that did give yeah, me a lot so of confidence. That's what jettisoned you to fame and fortune. It's funny. <laughs> Lucky my, you just cast him right into that role that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad to help. Glad to help. <laughs> so, Mrs. Anderson, we want to clear this up. So. We, we had a discussion a few years ago. Remember, you were having dinner at my mom's house, and you'd mentioned something about the play and about um, how the casting went. I don't remember exactly how that conversation went, but Sean seems to think that I, the only reason that you gave me a part in the play was because I cried like a little bitch, is what he said. No, no, you didn't. You were, <laughs> you were disappointed that uh, you didn't get the part of the giant. Well, but no, I then, actually, I, rem- I, but actually, then I reminded you that yeah. you played the role of God when we uh, had a little uh, oh, no, ceremony for yeah. Well, and I said you couldn't get a role any higher than that, so that seemed to appease you. <laughs> <laughs> so you wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm going to intertwine. I don't know. I know Mike and Sean, but I didn't go to the school they went to. You didn't teach me. My name is Mike as well. I'm just going to say. So you were trying to appease Mike because he didn't get the role he wanted, correct? Yes. <laughs> But, and then but to Mrs. confirm, you, you gave say, him a role say, though, called God. He, you know, Mike always reached for the stars. You know, he didn't like uh, to be left in the cold. Yes. He wanted to be the giant. And I, well, I actually wanted to be Jack, I remember. But remember, you picked the names out of a hat, and, and yes. Saul got the part. But then, but then you just gave Sean the part of the giant. Why we, was that? Why did I get the yeah, part of the Yeah, why'd you give giant? Sean the part of the giant? Well, I I can't remember. Didn't didn't I draw his name? All the names were drawn from my hat. No, I don't. Sean's. I don't know if she, maybe. I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember that. But no. remember, but you gave you you gave me a part. You made a role for me in the in the Jack and the Beanstalk. Yes, you, remember you that? were the messenger at the yes. end. Yes. And, <laughs> and 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 Sean seems to think that that was a pity role that you just threw me because you felt bad for me. But my contention was I always understood that you thought I had so much potential. And that I needed the spotlight shone on me because I was a star. First of like, all, I was... oh, you, you still are. Miss <laughs> Anderson, before you, you answer, we just confirmed two minutes ago that she created the role for you because you were upset. Miss, this Miss Anderson's sense of humor. You don't know her sense of humor. You don't know her as well as <laughs> I do. Okay, let me clarify something, though. Okay. You clarify, okay. Please, please. Listen up. Okay. This is fantastic. This is exactly like okay, great three. It's no, 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 no. Truth be told, um, the whole class collaborated on the um, script. Like we wrote the script as a class and we incorporated a, a group of girls who were uh, taking dance lessons and they'd come and borrow the um, tape recorder so they can practice a little routine. And when we were putting the script together, I said, why don't we put something in there? You know, because they were working so hard on their little routine. I said, let's incorporate that into the script. So we just kept incorporating things. And then we thought, 
it should have a funny ending. And so it was all very well thought out. <laughs> it was. But it wasn't because you just like were like, I always thought like you gave me that part because you were like, I can't not have this kid in the play, but there's no parts for him. So we needed we needed to create a part to make sure that he gets in the play so but, that everyone well, could see Mikey, don't try to sell it. She's already confirmed well, that she gave it to you. No, yeah. I'm, 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 I just want to I just want to say something here quickly. Uh, let this, us, let her, let her respond, this whole please. thing, this whole thing started uh, a couple of years ago with Annunziata answering the door, telling me that the play was rigged and I didn't deserve the role. That's how all of this started. Oh my God! And what Shameful, he has told Michael. you up to this point, I'm not sure, but that is how this whole thing has started. And I haven't been bothered no, no, no. by I think any it was, of it I think whatsoever. He's been really upset about me being the role of the giant, and he's been—it's no, been haunting him for years. No, I and that's be, where I we've come to, to today. That was all. I wanted to be a lead, you know, Mrs. Anderson. I, I, th- I think, I think that <laughs> I could have, I could have done well in the lead part, but. But yeah, you could have, you know, but we needed to share some of the wealth, right? I agree. I know. And I, I think part of your motivation for giving Sean that part of the giant was because Sean's just got so much energy and he needs to, you know, he needs an outlet. You know what I mean? Otherwise, this kid's just a problem. So <laughs> he was, I'm a problem. No, no, he no, was a bit of a problem, you know wasn't what, he? You know what happened, actually? It worked out well. Uh, Sean at that time was a little bit shy. Oh, was he shy? Things have changed. Yeah, you were a little bit shy at that time. And I remember you had gone out for uh, recess and you came back in and you were excited because all the kids were coming up to you and asking you to say that uh, fee five full for me. Oh, he literally (laughs) said that before we got on the phone with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I thought, so that, that worked out well, minutes. and it worked out well for Michael, you know, he got a more diminished role than God, you know, but hey. But so, so Miss Anderson, part of the segment we do with Angels in Our Town, we we have like, it's like a, you ever watch Family Feud? Oh, yes. So we do like a little rapid fire. We got five questions. Uh, if you don't want to play the game, that's cool. We, we, we they're all grade five and under. They're like, they're like, they're trust like, me. They're like general knowledge, like <laughs> trivia. The, the the last guy, the butcher, he was perfect. Yeah, he did, he he got them all. <laughs> and I, he was very worried ahead of time. Trust me. We got thirty five seconds on the clock. We're gonna ask you like five quick questions. Mike's on the clock. Okay, I'm, I'm let me check the clock here. One second. Yeah, he's gonna get the clock ready. I'll be reading the questions. Usually, it's me reading the questions that slows down the game. You give your okay. answer. And uh, you know what, Sal, we got Sean in here. Try to remember her answer she gives. Okay. Thank as you, sir. As long as I don't have physics or math. Okay. Nope. Uh, nope. Okay, ready? Good. And time. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated by Native Americans and what other group of people? Pass. How many, let- can- oh, how many letters are in the English alphabet? 32. What is the closest planet to the sun? Mercury. Very good. What is the main language spoken in the Canadian province of Quebec? French. How long does the earth take to revolve around once around the sun? 365 days. Okay, good. We're in time. So your first answer to the question was? The first Thanksgiving was celebrated by Native Americans and what other group of people? The answer was pilgrims. You passed. Oh, yeah. I, oh, think, I don't think she heard that. I don't think she heard the question. Wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. So we'll that, but, but is that on the American side? I thought you were going to go with the Canadian. You know what? That's oh. fair. That's fair. You know what? Yeah, you tripped her up on that. That was okay. a trick yeah, question, Yeah, because I would have, if I had known you were referring to the U.S., I, I knew pilgrims, but I wasn't quite sure... Okay, that, that's side. fair. Right. So that's we, fair. we're not going to hold that against you then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about the others? Okay, so how many letters are in the English alphabet? The answer you gave 32, I believe. 32 is the answer. The yes. answer is 26. 26. We did. Oh, I'm think, you know what? I'm thinking of, um, you know what? I'm thinking of how many teeth we have. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's really sweet. 
I was going to say, I, 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 she's I was, chopping uh, on the alphabet. Right. Honestly, that's my poor brain. You thought these were harder than they actually Yeah, are. they were very simple. <laughs> yeah. like, the, the first these one was a little bit twisty now that she mentioned that. Yeah. But yes. So the next one, what was the closest planet to the sun? Mercury, which you got, correct? She got that. I didn't even want to got that. What is that. the main language spoken in Canada or the Canadian province, Quebec? You said French. French. That is correct. And then how long does the Earth take to revolve once around the sun? 365 days. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. Yeah, that's that's good. I'd like to throw in a bonus question here for you. Do you remember what the acronym was that you taught us for remembering the planets? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, I do not. Uh, Do you, Sean? You remind me. I do. And... The last one, I believe, is exempt now because it's changed. Pluto. But it was my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas. My very I don't remember that. Look at the wow. look at what the, the look stamp the you left Are on you these guys' lives. I believe it Are was. You sure that was me? I believe it was. Sean, Sean, Sean's memory is really good up it's until about grade eight. I'm so eight. impressed. It's so I'm strange. So impressed. <laughs> I'm uh, going to college for the third time. <laughs> uh, well, take the 26 letters of the alphabet with you. Yeah, I will. Well, and the three, pilgrims, apparently. Three, yeah. three for five is good. I'm going to say, Mrs. Anderson, we're going to I'm going to give her four for five because the first yeah, one was I kind of Four, for, was four to five. American. But just before we let you go, Mrs. Anderson, we just want to clear... Th- just let's clear this up. Let's reiterate this again. Oh, buddy. Um, you... <laughs> I didn't cry like a little bitch. Did I cry like a little bitch, Miss Do you remember that? No, never. Thank no, you. but you did give him the role because he was upset, correct? No, no. No, not really. Oh, we worked okay. everything no. out. Collab- no, no, no. I, that's not the way I remember it at all. I, I didn't uh, for pity him at all. So Thank now this you. argument will go on for another 30 years. Okay, hold on. No, no, no. There's one last up. point that needs to be cleared up. Did myself getting the role of the giant... Was that rigged in any way possible? Not that I recall. It could have been. You Wonderful. know, like we'll that just have to, we'll there. just have to uh, let that one hang over our heads. We'll until let that eternity. one. We'll let it go for the next one. <laughs> well, maybe let that one hang. But Sean will plague us until eternity, won't it? But I still, my contention is still that Sean was great in the role as the giant. I never said that he shouldn't have been in that role. I still think Saul should have been cast somewhere else. Oh, but, poor but, guy's not here to defend but, himself. No, but I think I think there's better people to play Jack. That's all. But it was oh, fair. Yeah. She did it. I believe Miss Anderson, Anderson taught you. Did better it the than fair that. way. She did a good job. Thank you, Miss Anderson, for being well, an angel in our town. Try to be fair. Try to be fair. Yeah. Guys, so thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you Miss Anderson. Thanks uh, for being okay, an angel. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Wow, so I think we cleared that up a little yeah, bit. Except for uh, I don't know. I think she kind of backpedaled on I'm the end sure there. The I'm way, positive. Sure his last comment right now with towards that will nailed the fucking coffin there, door closed. <laughs> I, I, I would like here. to say thank you, Miss Anderson. That was wonderful. Yeah. And you confirmed earlier in the conversation and then Mike swayed you at the end. I don't know, buddy. You Coached. Me? Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Miss Anderson, for being an angel in our town. The mailman himself will deliver it to you. Yeah, yeah. with God's voice. What am I typecast now? Like I'm a mailman <laughs> for the rest of my life because I was a mailman in the great Correct. Three? That I was the role you created for it, yourself. It, it was pretty impactful. The role you created for yourself so you could be in the play. I think it called. I think it called. I didn't create the role. Oh my God. Okay, we're. We'll all see uh, you later on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank everybody. you and good night. Thanks for joining us tonight. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks Godspeed. for coming on, Sean. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me. Godspeed. Godspeed. I like your name a lot.